0: song is about that feeling of whatever lights you up whatever it is that really inspires and excites you whatever that is whether it's like I don't know like playing with your dog or sharing music or you know um I I don't know finishing a marathon whatever that feeling is you know that's it and just like don't stop give me that feeling you know
1: (laughs) so it's yeah I'm really yeah really happy.
2: That was Karen McMeekin. This is Duggett, the podcast. Time is of the yes and spend it wisely it can. all oh, be lost in an instant if you take it for granted. Now that a seed has been planted, let go of your fear and shift up a gear. Welcome
1: to Duggett. Even Daily Karen dose of vitamin D-O-U-N-G Health, happiness and innovation to get you through the week the surface, And adding uh, music to that list I today Which is healthy for the body, mind, soul It's like good stuff And uh, we're getting that feeling With Karen McMeekin And uh, I love this song he's just put out recently um, That's coming on his new album Which will be coming out shortly It's... Uh, there's uh, an amazing book, Homo Deus, talking about the future of the human race and uh, where we're going, where we've come from and how amazing life is right now. If you listen to someone like Peter Diamandis talking about even tomorrow is better than today. So there's nothing, every day is exciting. And, um, but the amazing innovations in technology, and the future it's uh i'm so into all of this kind of research and innovation right now and all the science behind it but the other aspect to that is having the stability of having music creativity uh family connection or all, all these other kind of elements to balance it out that are innately human and um and music is just such a gift and karen's music is a gift he's a one of those singer songwriter kind of pop types, he could describe himself as a bit of an Ed Sheeran, John Mayer fan and, and you could certainly put him in that, uh, vin, not vernacular, but in that um, category, I kind of think there's nothing limiting someone like Karen from being that person or being beyond them, you know, setting a new limit as to what's possible as a musician. Um, again, the world's abundant, if you've got that abundant mindset, what's, what is truly possible, who knows? maybe he'll be singing on a different planet soon with elon musk elon musk might be putting on a house party on mars might need some musicians um so appreciate Kieran sitting down for the time check out his music online all the stuff in the show notes quick just a quick intro today so uh again to a bit of stuff and also a little live performance at the end which i just uh, sampled at the start there for you so and and then the gig for karen too this coming wednesday at the portland public house which will be um in kingsland i think that's the 20 what are we 7 22nd of june i think it is um for because i don't know when you'll be listening to this but uh i think it's only ten dollars and jasper hawkins is another amazing musician will be playing there too so hopefully we'll see you there much love think less experience more enjoy karen McKe- oh, we got you gotta get that name right, McMeekin, it's important, it's probably a good thing for him that it's kind of hard to remember because then it's even more memorable. and hopefully this conversation is
2: too, enjoy I've been behaving kind of crazy cause I got the secret Making its way up to the surface Now I can't suppress it I can no longer go Pretending like there's nothing going on I wanna let this feeling grow Oh, I'm gonna let this feeling grow Don't stop, give me that feeling Give me that feeling, give me that feeling Don't stop Give me that feeling,
1: no. So if you do a testing on I
2: don't let that testing testing go.
1: two two, cool. I think we're good.
2: Usually I'm gonna talk a bit louder this Robert, I'll be able to do
1: the levels. But yeah, this one's a little bit lower than that one. Cool. Is, but um, welcome, Karen. What uh, what was on the? it's see ten. See it's ten thirty a.m. So what does your you normal morning routine? look like if uh up to this point is this a regular day for you pretty regular day yeah yeah ora, by the way <laughs>
0: uh pretty regular definitely always start with a coffee first thing how about. do you have your coffee i've got an aeropress at home nice freshly ground coffee uh but i've been rolling with the percolator recently just on the stove the, the aromas yeah. filling the kitchen.
1: But you always grind the coffee yeah. fresh.
0: Yeah. yeah, always. Yeah, I, I used to, I've worked in a lot of cafes over the years and just that's always what they say. You know, if you're making coffee at home, always freshly ground. Mm-hmm. You can
1: make epic coffee, but just it's got to be freshly ground. And what? How do you have it? Just black with a dash of rice milk. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. After reading this Plant Paradox book, you might switch to the coconut almond milk. But Ooh. But that sounds good oh i want to hear more about yeah. that. yeah um and then flow straight onto a good smoothie yep yeah. and what's the smoothie recipe at the moment okay. is there a you favorite you yeah peanut ready, ready write it Always. down
0: <laughs> banana i've got this nice kind of gentle fiber thing it's got like oat bran salem husk uh linseeds uh, a couple of other things in there um what else is going in there we've got some like dates some kale, spinach, whatever's in the garden. Um, some oil of some kind, some linseed oil, flaxseed oil. I've
1: been up motor oil. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> just a bunch of goodness. Yeah, Get that in there. That's generally sustains me to 12, 12 o'clock, 1 p.m. Yep. And now
1: turmeric lattes. Nice, yeah. Just made with... a... So the, the way I've been doing these turmeric lattes lately is the, a bit of coconut oil, ginger, fresh ginger as well. We didn't put the ginger in. And then blending it with almond or coconut milk, and then pouring in the the hot water. So, or if the pour the hot a little bit of hot water into the blender, so it's not too hot with the plastics. Mm. Um, and then it kind of foams it up, and it makes. And then a bit of cinnamon on top, and it's the it's the business. Because do you, you find coffee keeps you quite? Um, you don't get too jittery. You, you're pretty good on it. Yeah, just yeah. just one a day. If yeah. I had any more, like two or three, I start sort of tripping a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> this you forgot to mention the honey the little honey oh, the a little sweetener is, yeah Ooh, honey or um what else have we been putting in there I guess you could put a date in there or something like that too yeah if you want that little bit of sweetness but the I've been putting a little bit of coconut oil in my coffee if I do have a coffee Ooh, too yeah. and I find that helps keep the the kind of that real spike yeah um of if yeah sometimes it can feel a bit jittery or a bit
0: Yeah. much to do with the fat hey and the coconut yeah with the caffeine
1: or something. It se- i mean it seems to work and it seems to provide a lot of i think they call them um there's like brain octane and other fats that the brain turns into nct or um is it dma anyway there's nutrients fats for the brain so mm. it's, it seems to make you make me feel and think pretty sharply yeah um much. I think for me, coffee's just quite habitual. You know, I
0: just, mm. I just re- like honestly. Sometimes when I'm go to bed, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to get up in the morning yeah. and have my <laughs> coffee. You know, it's just like this ritual that I've got into now, and so many of us around the world uh, mm. have that same ritual. There's just something about it, and I just love it. And I, I, you know, one a day is is enough. Mm. I know some people, and I've been guilty of this in the past, working at cafes and nightclubs and stuff that. Like I remember when I was eighteen or whatever, I used to work at this nightclub, and I used to we used to start our shift at ten o'clock with two espresso shots. Me and my mate would just nick them, you know, and
1: we'd just be wired all night. It was so unhealthy. So yeah, long gone are those days. Yeah. <laughs> so how? So for people who don't know you, Karen, what's your last name? McMeekin. McMeekin. Yep. Yeah, really um, a mouthful. And you've been playing. Like, how did you get into the music? What was the background to get to get started?
0: Yeah, so I mean, going back to when I was when I first kind of got introduced to music, when I was about eleven, um, I first started playing kit drum, and I joined a little band. Just I, I was lucky enough to be put into a classroom when I was at intermediate school with uh, a guitarist and a bass player, and we just naturally formed a band, and uh, then. Sort of a year later or so, my parents brought me a little acoustic guitar and I just learned a little bit and started a little bit of singing. And then I switched from playing drums in that band to playing guitar and singing. So we we're all 14, you know, 13, 14 years old, writing little rock songs and playing Rock Quest and that sort of thing, playing Battle of the Bands at school, winning. <laughs>
2: I won Battle
1: of the Bands? We won Battle of the Bands three years in a row. Well, wow, what does that give you? Uh, do you get a scholarship out of that or something? Or? Oh, no, it was just the school, so we got our oh, name, okay, name yeah, on yeah. a trophy, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, and then, you know, just through school, I was I was predominantly into cricket and rugby. That was my main thing, mm-hmm. particularly cricket. Um, but I was always playing in bands, you know, but it was never a focus. Up until I was around 19, where I was studying at university, and a friend, of my, a friend and I had a very late night conversation one night, and talked the world through, and we were just like, man, what are we doing?
1: What were we studying? I was primary school teaching. Oh, at, I No, at Massey? No, Otago University in Dunedin. Yeah,
0: so I was just a semester in, and we just, my mate and I had one of those epiphany moments, and we were just like, what are we doing, man? Like, there's this world out here that we need to go and explore, you know? So the next day, we went out and got these tattoos and booked our plane tickets. Oh, and and so it's a little, like, figure eight infinity. Infinity symbol on our, yeah, just on our, uh, just where you can feel your blood your um, heartbeat on your wrist. And we were just like, let's go, Let, let's go do it, you know. And, and I remember booking the tickets and then just being filled with that beautiful exhilaration of like, you know, we're going to go out there and I was watching like that movie Into the Wild and, yeah. you know, googling all sorts of like travel things and all that stuff. And, and it got to the point where I was like deciding whether to bring my guitar or not. You know, I just used to play in my bedroom. And I... I remember thinking, nah, I won't bring the guitar because I'm going to be traveling around and stuff. And I was like, well, if I'm not going to play the guitar, I kind of want like a send-off gig, you know. I sort of want to send music off in style. And when I was practicing for this gig that I organized, my flatmates actually started listening to me play. You know, I was playing a lot more in my room. And one, one flatmate said, he's like, man, you're actually like pretty good. And I was like, thanks. And he's like, have you ever thought about bringing your guitar with you? And I was like, not really. And then another friend said, this little Scottish guy who I was friendly with, he said, Man, you should bring your guitar. And, like, just bring it with you. Play, you know, you might be able to. He said, You go and enter X Factor and you'll win and travel (laughs) around the world. And anyway, I just rolled with it. And one thing led to another. I was writing some songs. I was living over in Perth and I was writing songs and moved over to Sydney. I was writing songs there and playing a few gigs and stuff. And. But I very quickly realized if I was actually going to do this and be serious about doing music, that I actually needed like some real stability and grounding and and support. And I was just floating and getting really lost over in Sydney, just trying to juggle all these things, and realized I, I had to move home. And it was then that my kind of whole music career actually started, was when I moved home and moved back in with my parents, and they gave me a room and a little music room that I could set up my stuff and actually get get quite serious and focused about what I was doing. So that was that was about 4 years ago now. And it's just been a like a steady process since then really from from that I've just you know working full time in cafes and playing the odd writing the odd song to then you know making albums and and doing shows and starting a band and and now yeah full time playing music full time and and yeah earning a living from it which is epic
1: cuz you got your website karen and your band's under your name yes yeah, yeah. so people can find you at karen um karen, karen mckin yeah com. It, it's a, it is a mouthful
0: <laughs> so karen is c i a r a n and
1: McMeekin is m c m e k e n that I'll does throw, it. throw a lot of people yeah. off as you can imagine. I'll throw that in the in the in the show notes. And what is your what like what kind of style of music would you say you play kind of a singer-songwriter? Yeah. Um
0: yeah, so it's diff- yeah, that singer-songwriter genre. Um acoustic guitar, I play, you know, electric yeah. guitar. It's quite easy listening. Not folky. So much the newer stuff that I'm doing isn't folk so much. It's more you know pop singer-songwriter genre. Um I don't like doing this, but I will do it. People seem to like being... I don't know, like, if I was to liken myself to
1: someone, it would be, I mean, John Mayer, yeah. um, Ed Sheeran. Are those the guys you like to listen and aspire to as well? Or who would be the biggest influencers or who are people you like to listen to? Or do you like to keep it really wide?
0: Or? Yeah, no, I'm, I am pretty... Funnily enough, like I I don't listen to a lot of music. People are always dumbfounded when they're always like, "Oh, you know this artist," and I'm like, "Nah, never heard of them." They're like, they always look at me sideways, like, "What?" (laughs) Living in a hole for the last ten years, and um, I, you know, over the years, I've really, I really love John Mayer's music. I think he's just a really, Mm. really consistent, but he's always, always striving for new. You know, he's always he's an amazing innovator and and just a just a class songwriter
1: you know any favorite tracks
0: kind of mine uh yeah there's a song a beautiful breakup song written by john mayer called edge of desire and that that always tugs on the heartstrings <laughs> <laughs> um but more it's, it's funny because I, like i really aspire to to be that that kind of songwriter you know we're mm. just an amazing songwriter undeniably great have a great ability to be able to transform whatever's going on in my life to a great song. You know, that's, that's my mission, but i more aspire to people out there in the music community, guys like Xavier Rudd and John Butler, Jack Johnson, who are really using their opportunity, like their platform of music to really spread a message and awareness about the environment and good health and just general kind of positivity, you know, I mean, the music industry is a, a funny old thing where there's a lot of, I don't know, a lot of ego and a lot of Lamborghinis and, mm. you know, and this, this quite, especially in mainstream pop music, you know, and, and what we listen to on the radio, you know, there's a lot of interesting content out there, you know, and I think my mission, cause I am, I do like to think of myself as a, as a pop artist and I I, I was like starting now it's just my focus is really being like okay well I've got this opportunity as a as a pop artist to spread a cool and positive message in that mainstream sector you know Mm -hmm. and I don't know I just really think the world needs needs that you know like
1: we're just inundated with Is there anything that kind of in particular that that my that kind of provides the material for your music or is something you want to change? I say if you were Prime Minister for a day, is there mm. one thing you would change? Yeah. Is there anything that stands out in particular? Yeah.
0: Um, definitely the binge drinking culture in yeah. New Zealand, just the drink, drinking culture in general. Um, something that I've definitely been a part of in the years and um, and and mental health is something and they're almost like a, a partnership with one another, you know, um, particularly men's mental health. But um, I don't, to be honest, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm, I'm an ambassador for it and standing for it just yet. I don't know quite what it looks like, but I'm mm. definitely, you know, my, my mindset is really getting to that place of being like, how, what can I do? You know, how can I, how can I help and give back? And I've definitely been through the ringer with with drinking and with mental health and it's something that I think I would really love to, you know, sink my teeth into over the next few years and really yeah. Was it a
1: rock bottom? Yeah. Kinda
0: Definite. one point. Yeah. Or, yeah. Definite rock bottom. And at the time it's it sucks. And it's very hard to navigate your way through, but n- now having come through it, I mean, I'm just so grateful for that experience because it just really gives you a really, really strong perspective on life, Yeah, you know, having seen it and go through it and you relate to the world and to people so much better having been through that because we're all, I guarantee it, everyone goes through that rock bottom moment, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and it's really hard and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm with people at the moment that I've got friends that are in, in their rock bottom moment, you know, and I can just totally be there for them. And yeah.
1: Mm. Was that, was, was that at college? Was that at when you are studying or? No, it was, it was
0: when I was overseas yep. and then when I was living in Sydney and then coming back to New Zealand that was the rock bottom moment where I just totally lost touch with who I, what I, who I was, who I was, what I was Mm -hmm. doing, everything, you know, I was questioning everything. And it's, it's a really vulnerable place to be, especially when you don't know how to communicate that to anyone. Who was Uh,
1: your, did you have support? Was your family supportive? Yeah, family was
0: amazing. Yeah. Really amazing. You know, through all of that, I was so lucky to, to have that and just Mm -hmm. genuine, like, even so much so, I remember like my mum in particular has been so supportive of me throughout my whole life. Um, and one particular time, I think this was the rock bottom moment when I, I was sort of caught up in this idea that um, I, I was going to move to America and and you know live the dream. And my mum was just like, okay, like okay, what you know, what do we need to do to help you do that? And it just got to the point where she was like, actually, you know what, Karen, like I don't support this decision and you need to like sort your life out yep. and it was that that moment I think was a game changer for me because I was like man mum's always supported me and she's not for this thing and that really hit home for me and I, it, from that moment I really did put things in place and take action to actually sorting my life out and actually addressing things that I needed to address and it was a really yeah, profound moment actually.
1: Mm yeah. Um and then I I, I like the same I woo the team masters said, you know, the the bottom of the valley the only way you can go is up as yeah. well. So yeah. <laughs> so what's been the the highlight since since that point? Um
0: Yeah, I think a big thing actually was um was two things really. What one was Songwriting, like when when I was in that place, I found that through writing songs and actually expressing what I was going through was really kind of blurry at the time because I was like, I, at that time, I didn't know whether it was any good. I didn't know whether people were going to listen to it or something. But I just really was as honest as possible through my songs, and it was crazy. I wrote this song called "Boy" a few years ago, and and like the main line and sentiment of that song is is you are looking at a boy that doesn't know who he is you know i kind of envisioned myself being up on the stage and if i was to be really honest with this audience what would i tell them of where i was at and i was like would say to them you're looking at a boy that doesn't know who he is you know and i was like i just got hit for six when i said when i sung that i was like i can't i can't release that i can't share that but that power of vulnerability you know and really 'Cause I, I mean, as I said earlier, like I'm come from a background of cricket and rugby and that lad culture down in Dunedin, you know, and it's like everyone's everyone kinda of puts on the persona of the big strong man and then a few years later to come out and say that was really really scary, you know? And but the most amazing thing happened was where people were connecting to that the song, you know, and, and these songs that I was releasing and and no one still to this day has come back and, and given me a hard time about it, you know, cause everyone got it. Mm. And that's when I, I really realized that we're all, we all have these, these similar struggles. And it's like, that it's so important to, whether you're writing songs or writing in general or just communicating with one another, it's so important to share what's going on in your life. Um, and it's actually become, just a, a daily thing now of just expressing myself and communicating what's going on to my life to my loved ones and friends and family in my life, you know. So that that was a a, a huge thing that I'm really um, that is a highlight actually. Just just something as simple as that, sharing your music, you know. And the other one was just as get I had this chronic fear of performance, stage, you know, stage performance, and I had stage fright and all of that stuff, and. I just had to go through the ringer with it, you know, of just showing up day in, day out, going to open mics and playing in bars and playing little gigs and lounges and stuff and just being terrified, but really just going through it, going through all of those fears, the shakes, the, the redness, the shaky voice, you know. And I still get nervous, but just like anything, you know, it's like a muscle. You just get better and better at. stronger and stronger and now to just you know I've got a performance coming up next week and and I used to get nervous two weeks out from a performance you know but now I'll probably get a little nervous about an hour before the performance but I'll know the shoes I need to step into to to make that make it happen you know and, and make and be the best that I can be and yeah so just those two things are a real highlight for me
1: and, um, and what's the details of the the show coming up? Yeah, so uh, the Portland Public House on
0: Wednesday the 21st. I think it's the 21st of June. And it's going to be awesome. Like the Portland Public House is a really intimate... It's Kingsland. Kingsland, right? yeah. Yeah, really intimate venue. There's going to be like 100 people. Um, and my best friend Jasper Hawkins is opening up and, and cool. him and his band and... Honestly, I'm just, it's going to be so much fun. You know, tickets are 10 bucks. And I had this realization a couple of weeks ago where I realized I wasn't playing enough. You know, I'm living, you know, this dream, being a musician, but I'm barely playing. You know, and I was like, man, I just need to get out there and play shows. I had some amazing experiences last year, um, you know, opening up for... Ronan Keating at Victor Arena and I was like I was like yes this is it you know this is it this is it from here on out I'm going to play arena shows and I was just totally kidding myself and I had this cool realization where I, I was like I need to get back to grassroots you know and like really book, put, put on shows and and get people along and and just really have fun you know and so yeah I'm re- yeah, really looking forward to the show next week um, and there's going to be heaps more. I'm just on this cool. train now, just like, let's book shows. Let's just play.
1: Nice. And there's a lot I, my brothers that I never really got big into music. I love it. And I wish I was, I guess it hasn't been a priority, but a lot of people are kind of part-time musicians or mm. like to play guitar. And, I mean, you're at a point now. Is it like it's your main thing? Mm. How Do you still have to work part-time? Do you try and have a manager to to organize your life what, what is a what is the kind of the what are the benefits and struggles of it or what what does a
0: yeah yeah this I mean there's definitely you know still struggles um I am full-time now which is great uh and I do have a, a really cool team of people around me that that are helping me out um and I guess now not the struggle, but the grapple I'm having is, is actually leading a team of people. You know, like I've got a couple of managers and a publicist and a designer that are all really invested in what I'm doing. And we had a bit of a breakdown the other day where we all kind of acknowledged that it wasn't working with the, what we were doing together. We're all really great at what we do, but the communication and the, the platform and the structure wasn't in place to actually make, make it work. And one thing that that really rang out was that there was a lack, lack of leadership and it was kind of like, who who's leading this? And I was like, it needs to be me. Mm-hmm. I need to be leading this and I need to be willing to make big calls and I'm naturally a bit of a people pleaser. So I, I struggle with having those like actually really requesting and asking someone to do something for me. Um, and then... Yeah, I guess be be firm in that, you know. And that that's really what's been lacking. So we had this great conversation about it all. Um just because, you know, this is a is a, a big industry that a music industry, you know, there's a lot of a lot of beauty in it, but also a lot of a lot of hidden kind of sharks, you know, and you've got to really kind of be quite yeah, quite not careful, but just clinical with what you're doing, you know, and, and really Sticking to a plan and um, yeah, it's 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 going re- like really great at the moment. I guess that that's where my head's at at the moment is really stepping into this, the shoes of a leader, and that mm-hmm. that I I really want to be that person, you know, to really lead and inspire my team, mm-hmm. and also you know in that live environment of really stepping into those shoes too, and you know if if I am gonna really be the, the person I want to be and then stand up and, and say something about binge drinking in New Zealand and and mental health in New Zealand. I'm going to ruffle some feathers, you know, and have to be willing to take that, you know.
1: Is take- there any particular goals or uh, objectives you've got for you and your team in the next year? Are there certain yeah. shows and certain places you want to get to or, yeah. or albums you want to release? or. Well,
0: Cool you ask that, because the the other day, that was another thing that really rung out for me was that there seems to be a lack of direction, where I feel like we're going forward and we're doing everything we want to do, but it's, I've used the expression that I feel like I'm kind of kayaking down this river, but zigzagging across, you know, like Mm -hmm. visiting each shore, (laughs) you know, and sort of stopping off there for a bit, where if you're going to do this, you know, it needs to be like pinpoint kind of, not narrow-minded, but really focused, Mm. clear direction about what you're doing. And I've just been doing a lot of work recently and, and really thinking about what I want. And I came up with this idea of creating this massive possibility for myself or this massive goal and just gunning for it, you know? And, and I was like, I want to win a Grammy award, Mm. you know, like I really want to win a Grammy award and I don't mean that in this kind of like, yeah, I want to be rich and famous. It's not that at all. It's like, I want to aim that high. That's almost like a physical and tangible thing that, you know, we can say the stars or the moon or whatever, Mm. but a Grammy award is kind of like the physical version of that. Mm. And whatever happens along the way, you know, sticking to my morals and my principles, but whatever happens along the way is going to be really great. If that's the possibility that I've created, and it, it just, it really, it's giving my team direction. It's like, mm. okay, that's the point that we're aiming for, you know. And, and these are, this is who Karen is as an artist, and like, we, it gives us a, a structure and a and a, at a mm. some confines to work in, you know. And an
1: it's, exciting vision too, an exciting possibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, that that was a, a direct from the landmark course oh,
0: that yep. you and I did. You know, yep. it was, like creating. A possibility for yourself and, mm. and this follow up work that I've been doing.
1: How have you found the follow up work as well?
0: Yeah, really, really yeah. key actually. Like, we're do- doing a lot of work on integrity mm. and and the, yeah, the power of your word, you know, getting a, mm. an, a, an intensely strong relationship with your word. It's like you say you're going to do something, you do it, you know, mm. and no if buts, wins, or hows, you know, it's like that's going to happen. And um, yeah, I mean the, the work, the follow up work's been amazing. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, on a on a brief note, like I've um, really reconnected with like my extended family, which has been amazing, you know, um, with my uncle and my cousins. Um, without going too far into it, uh, yeah, which is which has been epic, and just really, I don't know, I've been really creating a a what's the word? A um oh, I've completely forgotten the word. Not a, a barrier but a um a bubble boundary. You know, boundary. like a, okay. a boundary of like who I'm really creating the boundary of kinda of who I am and what I yep. what I want and, and what's what's is okay with me and what isn't, you know, and really being strong mm. in that. And it's 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 been really cool. Actually just had a even just a, even the little things like having conversations with with my flatmates you know about certain things and i'm very guilty of just that people pleaser thing of mm. of not addressing certain things because of a perceived fear about how they might respond you know mm. but it kind of builds up this resentment in you mm. as opposed to just being like hey this is who i am and and what you did then is not okay with me and and funnily enough it just it actually brings you a heck of a lot closer to that person having that perceived hard conversation you know mm-hmm.
1: and for really those cool. who are new that the landmark course if they haven't heard of it, it's kind of a it's kind of hard to describe exactly <laughs> but it's a i guess it's kind of like a psychology self-psychology oh, yeah. i'm not sure i should probably look how they sum it up but there's been a lot of successful people do it i know the founder of lululemon and Jeremy Moon Icebreaker and Ben Warren at Be Pure and and a lot of probably similar work people would do in the yoga world or spiritual world maybe of just questioning the mind and the thoughts and why we do what we do and I guess this landmark course is all about that and having authentic relationships and, um, and yeah and I guess building yourself up again from these limiting stories, limiting beliefs and these Un, um the the piece I got out of it was the relation like the quality of life it's the quality of relationships you have and when you can't talk authentically and share something and be honest and with the people your family and friends then who you know it's like what kind of life does that result and mm. um, so yeah it's a powerful course I really need to do the follow-up modules too so that's great you, you say that yeah
0: yeah the, the seminars have been fantastic mm. actually and almost like yeah really really important work actually that that follow up work so um it's been great mm. and yeah i've got the um the advanced course coming up next week i think sometime and that the the first course just f y i is is really about clearing your past you know and clearing all the as you said limiting stories and beliefs, and then the second course is really about kind of as you said building yourself back up and creating the life that you want want to have you know mm so yeah really looking forward to that
1: cool yeah um and uh what would you tell your 19 20 year old self now then if you were as any kind of because i'm really interested in the school lever almost period of time yeah. our first independent piece is there you know if you're that or maybe you're in a job and you're going to leave it to do something like music or is it is there any piece of advice you'd give to you, yourself specifically though well, when I was 19,
0: or I may have been 20, I wrote this lyric and uh, this song. I was just listening to it on the way here. Um, actually, it was the song called The Valley, and it literally, that valley that you are talking about before, the low point, and the kind of final mantra, if you will, line is this could be the end of me, or this could be the start, you know, and I would have told him, man, like, this is the start, believe me, just trust me, this is the start. Um, and yeah, that that's what I'd say. Just you're going to be all good, man.
1: (laughs) Cool. And um, outside of music, what gets you? Is anything else that gets you excited? If it's like a day off playing music, do do? Is it you love going to the beach or playing game of backyard cricket, or is it is it other hobbies, languages, things, travel, that?
0: Yeah, totally outside of music. I mean, exercise and well-being and health mm. is big for me. You know, like, that's my, that's my like, bones. What does that look like? Is there anything specific? De- definitely, like, a good couple of runs a week yeah. is, like, the bare minimum that I need to function. <laughs> you know, just more for my mind than anything of just... just getting out there and, and getting a good sweat up and, and clearing up the lungs. Um, and... You know the last few years i've been really getting into yoga and uh, that's been something that's really up the ante in my life and becoming a real necessity really Mm. um and i love cooking you know i love i love um i love my friends you know i've got some great friends of just light-hearted banter and (laughs) you know a bit of fun you know we can live a pretty serious life Mm. sometimes you
1: know it's nice just to Just kick back with friends. Um, On that note, do you have a a, a spirit animal that you'd identify with? Well, I don't like the that whole world of spirit animals,
0: to be honest, it doesn't not resonate with me, but it's like I don't think about it a lot. But (laughs) many people have said to me that my spirit animal is a lion, and I'm kinda like, okay, cool, I'll roll with that. (laughs) Like I'd be a lion. yeah Yeah. so i don't know if i was i'd be i think i'd be like a a house (laughs) (laughs) cat. if i was to choose one for myself
1: oh that's cool well yeah yeah, it's sometimes we're so fixed into a way of thinking i think you Mm. know i don't again resonate with it much myself but Mm. it's i I feel like i want to do things that i don't normally do but like a google search engine giving you all the or your facebook feed giving you all the things you always look at so it keeps fulfilling yes and it keeps patting you on the back um yes so, so that's uh that's interesting um any movies book movies or books that come out that you'd recommend well i'm reading a great book at the moment i'll just keep it really present is
0: uh a book by a lady i'm sure a lot of you know is brene brown this is a book called rising strong which It's talking a lot about a lot of the stuff that it almost feels like a follow-on book from Landmark, to be honest. It's talking a lot about all of the breakdowns that we get into, you know, in relationships, but also with ourselves and the process of really rising, rising strong through that basically. And it's just been really comforting actually. Um, And I just, it's like my go-to book at the moment, just loving that. Um, and movies or documentaries. Well, I mean, a documentary that really hit home for me last year was uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. What was the? I feel oh, it was the stu- Big Flood. Before the flood. Yes. Before the flood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that really hit home with me. I watched it. I went to the we're at the Organic Mechanic House right now, and they last year they put on a a movie night where we all gathered at Purapura Purapura uh, here in Auckland and. Uh, watched, you know, there was probably 100, 150 people, we all watched this documentary before the flood, and it was so moving, um, and I felt quite quite helpless afterwards, I felt a little, I don't know, just a bit lost afterwards, because I thought, man, like, this is all well and good, you know, we've just been spending the last half an hour talking about life and our ambitions and stuff, but it's like, man, there's a world out there that is, like, dying, Mm. you know and and i was having thoughts like you know who the heck am i to be having my my own personal dreams and ambitions when there's this world that's dying you know Mm. um and then i watched it again with a friend and i sort of felt a little more kind of optimistic about it no i watched it by myself that's right and i was like i felt a little more optimistic and then i showed it with my best friend and we watched it together and i felt really empowered to to make a change in my life you know I, i went from that point i was eating a a vegetarian diet you know. I was like man I need to I really want to change the diet that I'm that I'm on you know and, and really like move to a plant-based full plant based diet and that was a that was a big thing I got out of it actually was you know a big part of of you know some of the big problems in the world is, is just the meat consumption that's going on you know and, and all of the all of the negative side effects of just that simple simple thing, you know, mm. the, especially here in New Zealand, you know, the meat and free veg kind of mentality. Um, so, yeah, that, that was a big one for me. Before the Flood, definitely recommend it, and, and the book Rising Strong by Brené Brown.
1: Cool, and if you had a, a, a billboard in, uh, somewhere, you can name where, you, where you'd have it. Is there any particular message you'd, you'd want to share with the world? Hmm. i think it would
0: be of like a big strong man and then just the words like you know it's okay to be vulnerable you know what i mean something along those lines i don't know i'd I'd need to like get my team my marketing
1: team yeah and like come up (laughs) with the ultimate strategy but something along those lines of vulnerability vulnerability yeah I like how you pushed an image as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just imagine this big, strong, like, character. Um, And and what's kind of. Have you. What kind of makes you. Like, the podcast, I guess, for me is like identifying what makes every person's different, you know, what to know their self and what makes you happy. Yeah. And is there any kind of. Thing you're like, well, when I do this, and I do that. That's like, that's the that's when I'm at my best. Is there any particular,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely? I think,
1: like, that's so exciting. Is it the just being on stage in front of all those people? Is it the process of writing? Is it, oh, okay. So, with music, it's like, well, in it's... life, maybe, okay. maybe music. I mean,
0: I think, well, one thing that like lights me up more than anything was. Is the recording process of actually like making your album? Like last year, I think it was August, uh, that August time where I was recording my album over the space of a month. And honestly, like, you know, we were working 12 to 15 hours every day for a month, uh, you know, with with a couple of days off here and there. But I was so excited to be there. And it was one of those ones where I didn't, you didn't want to leave, you know? And then I, when I was there, I was like, I can't, I literally can't wait to get back in here in the morning. You know, I was like, I don't have that mentality all the time, you know? And, but during that album recording, I was just so, so excited and just, and it was just something, it was so cool because it was, there was a lot of people involved, you know, there were a lot, my man, my, the producer and, and the engineer and all of my band, we were all so invested in it and we all loved, Ultimately, we all loved the music that was being made, and we were all so passionate about it, and it was just such an amazing thing to be a part of. What was that album called? Well, that, that's... So I can... Oh, I can probably... It doesn't really matter. I, I'm going to release this album on the 4th of August. You guys are the first to hear <laughs> that, because
1: I'll probably get told off
0: from my team. <laughs> we, can,
1: we can leave it at that. Um, but I guess they can get a sample of it next... Yeah, well, Weep, I just, right?
0: yeah i just released yeah you can yep yeah. i'll be playing songs from the album next week and i've just released this song on friday a song called that feeling which is i guess the the ambassador for the album if you will like mm-hmm. it's the
1: the song that i think would represent me the, the best um man it's a great it's such a catchy track i love that you own the pop the singer song like you know what you love and mm. and it's a it's a doozy of a song Thanks. brother it's like it's one you listen to and you think that i could hear that anyway you know the yeah. kind of that edge and quality of um and it's amazing what he's done you know and i yeah. think of someone like you um you know why that why that can't be you when you're when you're writing music like that too so yeah
0: oh thank you it's amazing yeah cheers i i love the song i was just thinking you know now that it's actually out there in the world, it gives you 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 start hearing it through other people's ears, or mm. you know people's, and you literally do release it from your being. You mm. know, it's like it's not mine anymore. You know, it's everyone else's, and. Um, I just love it. It's it's almost. I was talking, you know, that that song when it, ironically I wrote that song. It's quite a concept. It was, quite a conceptual song when I wrote it, but just beautiful how the universe works because then you know honestly a few months later the whole song started to come to a fruition in my life if that makes sense like I started to experience what the song was all written about Mm. which was a beautiful kind of thing that happened um but that the song is literally about I've just been you know that song for me when I wrote it was about new love but now that it's released I was talking with my friend the other day we, we were like what what's The song is about that feeling of whatever lights you up, whatever it is that really inspires and excites you, whatever that is, whether it's like, I don't know, like playing with your dog or sharing music or, you know, um, I I don't know, finishing a marathon, whatever that feeling is, you know, that's it. And just like, don't stop. Give me that feeling, you know. (laughs) So Uh, it's,
1: yeah, I'm really, yeah, really happy beautiful um normally i think i often like try and play a track out so it might be so we brought the guitar yes it's here so probably rude not to have you actually play it out live yeah maybe if you are for that and, definitely uh, definitely it would get some of that feeling on the on the podcast to finish yeah Keen.
2: beautiful cool All right. Time is of the essence, been it wisely it can all be lost in an instant if you take it for granted Now the seed has been planted Let go of your fear and shift up a gear I've been behaving kind of crazy cause I got the secret Making its way up to the surface now. I can't suppress it. I can no longer go pretending like there's nothing going on. I wanna let this feeling grow. Oh, I'm gonna let this feeling grow. Don't stop. Giving me this feeling I won't be able to sleep Don't you stop giving me this feeling I need it more than you think Keep on giving me this feeling I'll take it any way, shape or form It makes me feel incredible All I want to do is let it show. Giving me
0: start giving me that feeling.
1: Get it. (laughs) Uh, Hero. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it, man. I'll post it up and...
0: uh, Epic.
1: um, Share and I'll just say a little on the mic. Thank you for... um man your music's a gift so thank you for sharing it with us all oh you're welcome bro thank you it gives me that feeling man does it good yeah great um that's job done so uh, yeah, can't (laughs) wait to see it live and yeah Yeah. onwards and upwards man cheers doug why stop at one grammy grab a a couple (laughs) exactly (laughs) thanks so much bro and yeah and much love to you all at home and any any last just everyone can find on the website instagram just all the usual spots
0: yeah yeah all the usual spots you just have to spell my name right yeah. as you said so Doug will have it on all the right. website tip top yeah Karen with a C but yeah thanks so much for listening and uh, yeah I hope to see you at the show next week at the Portland Public House it's going to be an epic night and yeah as I said there's an album coming in August so keep an eye out beautiful mm.
2: lock and loaded yeah boy epic now thanks so much brothers <laughs> with your fear and shift up a gear well that was Karen
1: McMeekin
2: be with the of words of wisdom,
1: wisdom now for some lyrics of wisdom we're going to have him play them out live on Doug at the podcast I can no sing along this is going to be a club banger hopefully around the world getting that feeling I love the talk about just finding that feeling in life that really resonated with me Um, Particularly talking about the future as well, that there's going to be so much abundance. We're going to just be working on the things we love, self-learning, exploring, creating from a place of abundance with that wonderful feeling of just like you're doing what you're meant to be doing and and every day is even more exciting than the last. I hope this sparks some curiosity, sparks a little, got kind of shiver up the spine to do what attracts you most in life. Um, with a little bit of mindfulness there, eating cacao butter out of a jar all day, might not serve you for that long. That's, I've tried that, not all day, but I've tried it, you know, digging down to the cacao butter for a little while and uh, yeah anyway do something more valuable to, to the world than that uh, here is Karen much love thanks for listening in any reviews comments much appreciated as always hope you dug it hope to share another podcast with you soon
2: and spend wisely it can all be lost in an instant if you take it for granted now that a seed has been planted Let go of your fear And shift up a gear I've been behaving kinda crazy Cause I got this secret Making its way up to the surface Now I can't suppress it I can no longer go Pretending like there's nothing going on I wanna let this feeling grow Oh, I'm gonna let this feeling grow. Yeah. Don't stop, give me that feeling, give me that feeling, give me that feeling. Don't stop, give me that feeling, no. Cause I don't want to let that feeling go. Don't stop, give me that feeling, give me that feeling, give me that feeling, yeah. you stop giving me this feeling i won't be able to sleep don't you stop giving me this feeling i need it more than you think keep on giving me this feeling i'll take it any way shape or form it makes me feel incredible All I want to do is let it show And if you stop giving me this feeling I won't be able to sleep Don't you stop giving me this feeling I need it more than you think Keep on giving me this feeling I'll take it any way, shape or form I don't wanna let that feeling go No, I don't wanna let that feeling go